Hey, welcome to Flipping the Field, the college football podcast about all of college football. I'm Patrick Mayhorn. I'm joined by Ryan Donnelly. Ryan, uh, how's it going? Good, good. Um, you know, I was unfortunately named a civil defendant in a court case this week for stealing from fantasy football players, uh-huh. but um, beyond that, everything else has been going pretty normal for me. Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a great week for me personally because I haven't been indicted for posting crimes, and yeah. that's really the. I mean, what more could you possibly want from uh, you know if you're going to be online twenty four seven like we are, just not being indicted for crimes? Is yeah, a, never yeah. never getting accused of anything. You know, that's any you know kind of civil or criminal mm-hmm. you know, legal action is just really. That's most of what you want out of it. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're just doing it for the love of the game, usually you want to try and stay out of the joint as best you can. Mm, yeah. But sometimes you need to embezzle seven thousand dollars so that you can buy a truck. Just and allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah, that is certainly something allegedly that you might yeah. do, and you might, you know, possibly allegedly do some a lot of other things too that mm-hmm. could be alleged in court situations. And yeah. You may even... Folks, we love uh, to allege things. We're you, always doing that. You, you may allegedly attempt to leak the personal details uh, of your online enemies and mm-hmm. end up getting sued for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's, certainly something that could happen to something you. something to look into. If you're, <laughs> if you're confused about what we are talking about, you could really just look at Ryan's Twitter profile for that's the last... the like, only thing I'm talking yeah, like, about. Like week and a half. Um, but <laughs> I think also, didn't DJ write a good explainer for it for the, uh, for the he, rooster? He definitely did. He has a few good yeah. explainers on, on the folks involved in this that you can... We won't be saying any names on the podcast. We'll yeah. just be implying these sorts of things. Yeah, go go check out the rooster and, and look for the most recent college football <laughs> story, and I think you'll understand what and we're And also the most read one as well, I believe yeah, he said. Yeah, um, that sounds right. I know but, uh, I know I read it. <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly did many times. Uh, I have it I have it taped above my locker yeah. like play like a champion today yeah. in front of people. Um, <laughs> yeah, every every morning you, woke, you wake up and you tap the sign that says, don't go to jail for posting today. <laughs> but uh, Patrick, it's, uh, it is our preview episode i am back on the podcast yeah, welcome back uh, my unpaid suspension has ended um <laughs> i'm allowed back on the podcast now that carrie combs has been re re-promoted you're you're off strike mm-hmm. yeah yeah we have a new format this week as well we do yeah you, um, you spent the, the you spent the week well because you, you we, we have prepared for the show for the first time maybe ever right and al- although of course the tv dinners format was wildly popular <laughs> and uh everyone said no please give us the tv dinners no explanation of it um i <laughs> people are always saying we're can I buy TV dinner merch? Where can I buy TV dinners? And I'm saying, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Leave me that. alone. <laughs> we, we do have a new format. Um, we're going to get to it in one minute because our first our first game of the week that we're going to talk about is the only game of the week on Thursday night. Yeah. So we're only going to talk about this one, but um, we get to Friday. You better yeah. believe we'll be talking oh, about yeah, this. We're, we're going to get, we're going to really, folks, we're going to talk about it in a oh, pretty yeah. severe way. <laughs> I do think it'd be really funny if we just don't talk about it after this. We, <laughs> Just, just like any explanation. Yeah, go on. Don't explain it at all. Um, dude, this is not related to the podcast at all. But someone in our group DM sent. I can't believe I've never seen this Trump clip before. Yeah. But the one of him talking uh, about Elizabeth Warren referring to her as Pocahontas in front of the Native American advocacy groups. It is. I don't know if you want to clip it into the podcast. I don't know why, if you're willing to do that. No, probably not. It is probably the single funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like it is not. It, it's unbelievable that it's real. You can't imagine it. I think my favorite of his, and then we'll get back on topic, I promise. Um, I think my favorite of his is probably the, have you seen the one with the Pope? Where he's talking about how oh, he, boy, he, he I. Had to scare, I had I had to scare the Pope. <laughs> very good. Very good quote right there. Hey, how about the Pope this week saying, uh, I am not dead, though many yeah. have wished me so. The have, Pope's yeah. back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the Pope, I can't remember who it was in, in another one of our inane chats saying our buddy, it, Yeah, our buddy Eric. Yeah, posting like a two-star receiver. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going uh, to this guy's going to Toledo any day now. Um So all right, Thursday night. <laughs> we got some football. Yeah. Um I'm this so is excited. A really good game. Yeah, I'm so excited about this yeah. game. Marshall at App State, 7.30 ESPN. Yeah. Big time game. Yeah, this is sort of a, I don't know if you could define this as a rivalry, because I don't know if they play enough for that to mm-hmm. exist, but there's an Appalachian kindred. Yeah, know. certainly I think when these two play, you're going to get some heat. I mean, there's heat at every App State game. Those people will show up at any any time, any day. Um, although I know the Thursday night kicks are actually a little bit rough on that that. Uh, sort of tailgating city there um but this should be awesome this is a this is a matchup that i would like to see a lot more of i would really like to see 
Marshall in the Sun Belt in general. Like I, I think that's a fit that would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. um, with some of the other teams that are in the conference. The Sun Belt's going to be looking to add teams anyway. I think it should get Marshall in there. Um, as for this specific matchup, it, this, but sorry, this is a rivalry. They, they played every single year from 1977 until yeah. 96. So that would have been when they were both FCS powers, yes. I believe. Yeah, And we um, could imagine with the realignment going on currently, this could these guys couldn't have the same conference again. It's not, yeah. it's not out of possibility. No, I, I think Marshall specifically is, is being looked at for both the AAC and Sunbelt. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the AAC, as it's presently constructed, would probably make more sense because you get more money. But right. the AAC, Sands, Cincinnati, and UCF and Houston maybe isn't more valuable than the Sunbelt, especially as the Sunbelt you know, has teams that continue to play really well. Sure, sure. Um, as for this actual game itself, I'm, I'm curious to see what App State can do against the the Marshall lines, because I think that that's the biggest advantage that Marshall has, that it's really, really strong on both mm-hmm. lines. Um, Marshall did lose to ECU, which is very weird. I, I don't know I don't know how that happened. App State did not do that. Generally, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but Marshall, I, I think, is is more talented, at least I would, I would hope. Um, App State's just been better historically, though, like especially recently, and I, I think that App State is the better coached of the two teams. That's not to throw shade on Charles Huff. It's just that App State does this and has done this for quite some time and Marshall usually right. sort of underachieves. Um, but I think that that's going to be a fun dynamic. This is this is a game that I'm really, really excited for. You've got sort of the physical App State and then Marshall, which has Grant Wells, who should be a lot better than he is at quarterback and, and sort of flashes that ability but can't stick to it fully and a Marshall team that's still trying to figure out its identity I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a really good watch it's also one of those fun games that's like these are two G5 brands obviously yeah and probably like I'd say Marshall's probably the second best team in its conference maybe third App State's probably the third best team in its conference it's one of those games that like I'd say the average college football fan will not watch despite all of that yeah um, but it's just great for guys like us and yeah. for the real sickos <laughs> who get dedicated to this stuff yeah I wrote at the beginning of the season sort of a, a defense of helmet games and how like the, the UCF Boise State game even though I didn't think it was going to be terribly important long term was still cool because you don't get a ton of those at the G5 oh, yeah. level right oh, like there's not. A, there's not a ton of helmet games because there's not a ton of helmets right, right. like there's not there's like and, 10 of them yeah. yeah and so you get something like this and for, for, for folks who are a little bit more invested in the in the sport it's it's really cool to have these kind of matchups i was actually going to write today and i I ended up not having time but i was going to write about how watching penn state auburn this last week Mm -hmm. we really need a network or something that does those kind of games for g5 teams right like does the whole spectacle right you know you get the 730 kick like this but it's on a saturday night and it's g5 alliance yeah (laughs) yeah but like uh you know you get you know they they do the big sweeping crowd shots and they do all the you know they hype it up all week and i don't know if there's a network that would do that but like cbs doesn't have shit going on yeah you know like you it's it's gonna lose the sec stuff might as well try and get in with some of these g5 programs there's no chance you know g5 conferences (laughs) no there's no chance but it would be really cool to have this running counter to whatever dog shit ACC game is on. I agree. Um, What will be fun, and I think what I'll be doing here, you know, if you guys, you're watching this game at home, um, mute the broadcast. Okay. Turn on the Boone, North Carolina uh, police radio scanner. (laughs) (laughs) Just see what's going on. See what kind of moonshine-related crimes we may have occurring in the yeah, area. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. <laughs> Just a couple guys having fun around a still. I do also, I, I believe the App State play-by-play radio guy follows me, so listen to his call. I don't care. Yeah, Whatever. Uh, seems nice uh, shout, shout out to that guy. Friend of the show? Uh, What's his name? I don't know. <laughs> Some guy that follows me. Uh, one of the, one of the, the you know, nameless identity, identity-less guys that follows me online. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know him. I don't know anything about that's him. That's right. But I know that's his job, and so go listen to him, I guess. That's the way God intended it. Uh, Friday. Ryan, do you want to explain what we're doing here? Yeah, so friend of the show, Greg. Shout out to Greg, everyone. Shout out to Greg. Uh, you know, called me up the other night mm-hmm. I think it was Friday um, as I was just learning I, I was kind of engaged in the posting crimes we talked about earlier so I was really just focused on that you were yeah you were posting up a storm but he did he did hit me with a great idea um, which is moving from TD dinners to beer flights for okay. our game previews yeah so we have a couple different cat, or three different categories here Patrick uh, it's basically the same idea as main screen second screen keep an eye on yeah the first one it's the staple beer Right, mm-hmm. you go to a brewery in you know Columbus, Ohio, for example, maybe Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, maybe sure. uh, other cities that I've been to. Yeah, two big time cities yep. right there, and you you definitely know other ones. <laughs> You've been to other cities. other cities for sure. Yeah. Maybe Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Do you have a fourth? Let's see. This will be fun. Can perhaps, Ryan name a fourth city? Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. All right. You're going, you're going taking that classic four city tour we all know and love. Mm-hmm. And you're getting that staple beer. You know, your buddies who live in this town, they tell you, oh, you got to get the freaking so-and-so from yeah. whatever brewery, right? You got to get the damn Bodie IPA from Columbus Brewing Company. It's, that, it's their best beer. Is that true? And people say that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they say the CBC IPA. I don't know. They're both, you know, whatever. Oh, you know, it's, it's the main beer. It's the one they're known for. You got to get it in your flight, right? Yeah. The other beer you're going to get, you know, it's that one your buddy says. It's the second category here. You might call it the second screen game. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the one. I, I personally, I wouldn't call it that. But okay. I, I suppose if, you, if, you, <laughs> if you're one of those people who's just living in the damn past, you can call it that. What we'll be calling it, Patrick? Yeah. It's that one your buddy says, hey, try this. It's actually pretty good, but it probably sucks and he's lying. Unfortunately, we are in this situation, the buddy who's telling you this every <laughs> single week for most of these games. <laughs> hey, this might be good. And then you, <laughs> you, good you turn right? it on. It's fucking Liberty Syracuse. And you're like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> we, we've had like two good games so far. Um, the third the third category we've got is what most of your flights made up out of most places you go. Sure. It's that weird beer you try that 5% chance it's actually good. It mm. almost never is, but sometimes it might be. Yeah. You might get a good one every now and then. There are a couple in here that I'm looking at. I've, I've got my eye on, for yeah. sure. And folks, they are going to get you where you want to go. And that's the number one thing to, right. to remember about these beers is that... Uh, as we're committing tax fraud. Yeah, as we're committing tax fraud. <laughs> folks, we're, we're, we're taking a, a beer that's flight and we're, <laughs> or we're, we're, we're just, you know, we're going all over the country. And you don't even want to know where it's going to end up. <laughs> could, it, could be, it could be anywhere. It could be Riker yeah. Automotive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just naming places. I'm just naming ideas. Just uh, the places we could go. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, so <laughs> Friday, the games kick off. Legally, you can't prove that we were, you know, threatening Riker Automotive or anything like that. <laughs> no, we're just talking about going there to visit. Yeah, our we're friends. just naming it. It's a cool Maybe place some to go. Employees. Yeah. <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah, we used to employ yes. these guys, and then we yeah. realized that they were, you know, up to some. They were up to no good, and folks, we had to get rid of them. <laughs> They started causing trouble in our neighborhood. Um, so on Friday, your staple beer, yeah, the big game of the day, it's Wake Forest at Virginia. This Banger. is a good football game. Banger. Yeah. Uh, imagine how good Wake Forest would be if they kept Kenneth Walker, by the way. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, the rushing attack is still pretty good. Yeah, but, it is. It is. Like, man. The, hey, did you see how many missed tackles Kenneth Walker forced last week against Michigan State? <laughs> he's I'm sorry, against Miami. He's really good. <laughs> 20 missed tackles forced in one game. And granted, this is a Miami team that does not tackle. No. Refuses to tackle. <laughs> but still, even yeah, for them. That's, third place was Trevor Henderson from Ohio State, and he yeah, had 10. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, anyway. Wake Forest of Virginia. It's a good football game. Yeah, yeah. That's, this is going to be... I don't really know who's going to win this game. I... I kind of think Wake Forest might, but we just saw Virginia score 40 points against North Carolina. Granted, it's a bad North Carolina team, but um, Brennan Armstrong's pretty good at quarterback. They, their running game is not really figured out, but I, I think that this is going to be a kind of a shootout. I think these teams might both be top five teams in the ACC this year. I mean, it wouldn't take much. I, no, I, it really doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think you're probably on, on base there just because, like, Pitch certainly isn't. Louisville isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just going right for Pitt. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess Boston College could be up there, but like Miami, no. Florida State, no. Clemson, yes. NC State, yes. And then Duke, who, no. Yeah, Duke, no. Florida Tech, no. It's it's really. It might just be Clemson, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Clemson, NC State, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Virginia, right? Yeah, Boston. Like I said, Boston College. Yeah, would be the argument. Boston College could be up there. I don't um, even know if we should be including North Carolina in there. I probably wouldn't. Virginia Tech, I guess, might have an argument too. No. <laughs> I don't think so either. But I'm, you know, I it's early. It. I but guess. We're, we, yeah. we like these guys. Yeah. I. Uh, I, I also, I don't know if Clemson's going to be in there because Clemson can't score. And that seems like maybe it's something true. it should look into. Yep. Down the road. Yeah, uh, anyway, should... Tony Elliott for the USC head coaching job. Oh my God. <laughs> You think uh, Tony Elliott's agent and maybe uh, friends with some writers? Oh, he's shooting some stuff up. But I mean, then again, like it doesn't take much to get hired as USC head coach. And nor does it take much to get. When's writer- the last time they had a good hire? Yeah, I mean Lane. Um, nor does it. Uh, nor does it take much to get national writers to fawn over your coach. If you yeah. literally just tell them to, they'll do it. Yep. Um, seems like it's really. Maybe you pay them to do it. Uh, I don't know if they would even need to do that. It doesn't seem like most of them are. Yeah, I I think mostly what it is is that you get to wear a cool thing around your neck, and that was that's kind of the thing that they're looking for. So anyway, the the second uh, second screen, or AKA the one your buddy, the one beer your buddy says, "Hey, try this. It's actually pretty good. It probably sucks." And he's lying. Yeah, Uh, it's Liberty at Syracuse at eight o'clock on the ACC Network. Um, You're gonna have to sell me on this one. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think. Well, I think uh, look at the other games. Is, yeah. is my uh, my sell. Yeah, I I think I'm I, honestly I would probably just watch Wake Forest Virginia on Friday night. Yeah, um, but Liberty, my, I don't know. You want to watch Malik Willis? A yeah, little you, bit. Liberty kind of a slow start to the season. Granted, I think Troy's defense is good. Liberty only scored 21 points there, but I, I do yeah. think Liberty's going to kind of house them. If you're one of those NFL freaks, just watch for potential first round quarterback playing yeah. Malik Willis, and he's not going to play at the same time as other good players. So. Yeah, yeah. If you're one of those NFL freaks, be sure to, to reach out to us, and we'll send you back a picture of your house. Um. <laughs> um, and then our two weird beers you try, and the five percent chance is actually these, good. These things are chocolate. We're talking s'mores beer. Oh, you yeah. know, this is pumpkin. Oh, you got a yeah. fucking mango saison. Yeah, this in, one in tastes. This one tastes like lemonade. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't know. About this has all pumpkin that. spice on the rim. Yeah, I'll yeah. just. I, I think I'll just have a cider, friend. Um, and cider is is just rewatch. Watching the same show that you've seen 40 times already. <laughs> yeah. Well, time to fire a Mad Men again. <laughs> Guess I'm going to watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yeah. So those, those weird beers that you try, yep. uh, they are, we got Middle Tennessee State at Charlotte kicking off at 630 on CBS Sports Network, yep. immediately followed up by UNLV at Fresno State. Uh, the latter game is going to be a massacre. Yeah, I guess you get to watch Fresno State at least, which is fun, right? Uh, like, I, I like watching this Fresno State team. Uh, fun but... little story here, by the way. Sure. Uh, I was out at the bar last weekend, Saturday night, and uh, I was doing a little wingmanning for a friend of the show, Luke. Okay. Uh, trying to get him to talk to some women uh, until I saw the angelic face of Tate Martell grace the screen yes. at the bar we yes. were at. And uh, I immediately disengaged from the dance floor and the girls they were talking to. And... Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this game. I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. <laughs> and I watched Tate Martell do absolutely nothing for several quarters. Yeah. Um, and the other game is uh, Middle Tennessee State of Charlotte, which will also be a massacre, I think. But um, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a little less sold on that because Charlotte needs to still prove to me that it can pass the ball down the field. But Charlotte is improved, certainly. And Middle Tennessee State is dead and in a ditch. Like, this this program is is... In the uh, in the gutter, I think. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we get to see Tate. It seems like he's sort of dealing with some some injury stuff. If Marcus Arroyo is to be believed, no. But I mean, no. he's got a nagging hand injury dating back to the summer. I don't know mm. how he sustained that. Yeah, I, um, I don't know how he sustained it either. <laughs> Uh, but it, it sounds like they are going to try and get him involved at least a little bit. Uh, Marcus Arroyo is going to get fired if he doesn't hey, figure you know, something out. We know what out. he got it from. We got it from tapping on his damn phone screen too much. These these goddamn uh, millennials that can't mm-hmm. stay off their phones. I think Tate is actually. Uh, I bet I, he's a millennial. I think he's Gen Z, right? <laughs> He's older than you. Yeah, I think it? I'm Gen Z. Uh, <laughs> I hate to break this to you. <laughs> hang on. I'm looking for what the exact year the divide is. Think, I'm a younger millennial. I think but... he's slightly older. I think he's like a year older than I am. Boy, that's bleak. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it looks like he is just... Yeah, I mean, if you're born 96, he'd currently be... 25 years old so yeah i guess he's i guess he's a gen z kid. that's right um well yeah. you hate to see that tate martell welcome aboard baby uh, uh tate. yeah <laughs> yeah so those games are on yeah, uh, sure you can certainly I, you can I, make I, the choice to watch them i would probably just check out the highlights for these if you're really invested right yeah. like that's maybe the most that i'm I, gonna do i would tell you to go see your friends on a friday night maybe do sure. something fun i think i'm gonna go to bed that's yeah. my plan um Saturday early staple beer. I mm, I'm not going to, but I suppose if you want to, you can. Well, let's just jump in real quick here before we get to the games. Sure. I just want to say, look, the night and evening slots kind of suck this week, right? Yeah, not kind of, good. kind of not very good. The Saturday early and afternoon slots have like enough competitive games that should be good games that you basically have like six or seven options at both slots. Just score watch and flip. There's not yeah. one dominant game here. There's like one high. There's a couple highest build games, yeah. ranked on ranked games, and they might be good. They might suck. I think that at least the first one will probably suck. Yeah. But there's enough games that are gonna be close that you'll have some fucking national narratives to watch. You'll have some good games to watch. Yeah. Have fun with this. You know. Get crazy with it. Yeah. Stable beer Saturday early. Notre Dame at Wisconsin noon on Fox. Um, it's a Fox noon game, so it's going to be awful, and you're going to have to listen to the two most annoying announcers on earth. And the longest it. commercials of all time. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take four hours long, and you're going to hate every second of it. And Wisconsin will probably lose somehow. Yeah. I'm, and I don't know. Because I think Wisconsin's favored by a touchdown here. Really? Yeah. 
Which, I, I mean, I guess. Like, both of these teams suck complete shit. They're both horrible. We'd love to see a Jack Cohn revenge game, by the way. Do we? <laughs> yeah, we really do. Um, I guess that, like, the only thing that I can really say in favor of either team is that Kyron Williams is probably the best thing in this game, right? Like, the best part of this game. Mm, Kyle For, Hamilton might disagree. Yeah, well, they're both on Notre Dame. That's the only... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the issue here. I don't think Wisconsin has one guy or one thing that is significant enough to merit me picking it right i don't think either of these teams is any good though so here's my question for you there were 26 total points scored in the penn state wisconsin game yeah um i don't know how many of them are on offense i don't think it's very many no under um <laughs> uh are there more or less points scored that you're taking the under you think yeah on under i mean i guess the only like notre dame's defense is worse than penn state's but i, I don't think that penn state's defense really had a whole lot to do with that i yeah. think it was more just that wisconsin is impotent right it's true. Specifically, Paul Christ has a record of function <laughs> juice. And he's coming on the podcast next week to talk about it. Uh, you can solve... <laughs> this is the, our first sponsor, Patrick. Yeah, our first sponsorship here is actually Wisconsin football. Folks, if you're impotent, you'll love it. <laughs> it's the GetRoman.com Wisconsin head football That's coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you had a couple brats. You had yeah. a few too many wisers, you know, and yeah. dick can't get hard. What can you do? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, anyway, I think Notre Dame wins here. I think that they win like 10 to 6. Yeah, just an absolutely heinous game. Yeah. How many interceptions is Kyle Hamilton racking up here? I think there's combined five interceptions in the field. Yeah. Because Graham, Graham, Graham Mertz is going to throw it straight to Kyle Hamilton. Before the play starts, Kyle, Ham- Kyle Hamilton is going to say, hey, Graham, I'm on your team. And Graham's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Graham Mertz is like, what? I have a talented receiver? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I should throw to <laughs> that guy. I've seen one of those before. Um, yeah. All right. So moving on, right? Are the one your buddy says, hey, try this. It's actually pretty good. It probably sucks in his line of the, pun- the noon slot. Very punchy name, I have to yep. say. Yep. Um, it's- S- SMU at TCU here. On FS1. Gotta be honest, SMU kind of let us... Look, they had that crazy Hail Mary yeah. play last week that was fun to see, but in terms of actual quality of play, they're really not doing what we want so far. 3-0. They're 3-0, but... <laughs> that's that's all I... Do you think they've looked good that's, doing I, I don't know if anybody's looked good doing anything this year. True. Um, but they're 3-0, which is more than I could say of a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that SMU's going to win this game. I, I believe it's the underdog, which is strange. Um... But I think that like right like in the last game, SMU has the best thing here, which is its passing attack. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that TCU nine point dogs. Yeah, that's that's strange to me. I don't really get where that's coming from. Um, I don't think that I don't think that TCU's rushing attack is good enough to overcome that because I think SMU can just score at will here. The TCU defense is bad. Two really good backs in this game, by the way. Ulysses Bentley is not a bad player either yeah, for SMU, it, for and whatever, Zach Evans is a stud. For whatever reason, they haven't really gotten him involved enough yet. Like He only has 250 or rushing yards through three games, yeah. which is not a ton. Um, meanwhile, Tanner Mordecai's over 1,000 yards, 16 touchdown passes mm-hmm. already. Um, also, we should give a quick shout-out to Dana Holgerson for the fact that the two teams in Dallas, SMU and TCU, are both starting Houston native running backs. Yeah. That's good work prob- there. That's probably a good yep. Yeah, probably yeah, good work, good Dana Holgerson. You're, you're killing it. Um, do you know if... Yeah, Reggie Roberson has played. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He t- caught the uh, he, Hail Mary yeah, last week. Yeah, he caught the Hail, the Hail Mary. That's right. Uh, no, TCU is not going to win this game. There's The TCU's defense is big-time shitty. And well, S- they are built to play this scheme, though. I guess. I mean, they just gave up 32 points to Cal. Or Ew. 34. Ew. Yeah, 32. Ew. That's right. Yuck. Yeah. And I like, didn't realize that. I don't know. I rescind my comment. <laughs> I don't know that this defense is built to stop much of anything anymore. You know, like Cal, right. pa- Cal passed for 309 yards on these guys. Hmm. I don't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not what you want. No, I think that uh, I think Tanner Mordecai is probably a little bit better than Chase Garbers, right? And we're talking about the four and zero SMU Mustangs. Yeah, three and zero, but yeah, they'll uh, be four and zero after this game. Well, so. yes, of course, yeah, naturally. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I guess Zach Evans here is is appealing, fun to watch. TCU's only played two games, so they're yeah. You know, maybe they'll be better there than we thought. There are good players this game, man, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think this is the best game at noon, though. I think that this is the one I'm going to watch, certainly. There's going to be more offense. I don't know if it's going to be... I mean, like, 
I mean, I it, it'll be better. It'll be more entertaining, certainly. Yeah, I guess if you, I, I if just you don't like, think either uh, of these two teams has any kind of chance to have relevancy in a conference title race this season. I mean, like SMU will play for one, they won't win. No, they so. won't win. But I, the AAC race is certainly not expansive right now. It's right, Cincinnati, right. SMU, and Memphis. Memphis, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Memphis, buddy, I need to see to believe because those sure. those fools got fifty pieced by Arkansas State. It's not what you want. No. <laughs> uh, there are a bunch of weird beers that you'll try in the five percent chance love, are actually good. I love life. this slate right here. Yeah, yeah, this is fun. Dude. We've got we've got weird beers in the first two slots that I think are just excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, we've we've got a bunch of weird. This is basically it's a six pack of weird beers. What we're giving yeah. you here because uh, none of these games are guaranteed to be good. This is the they also uh, could all be good at the Giant Eagle. They've got like a mix and match you can do where you mm-hmm. get like a you know container for six and you just oh, add yeah. all the weird flavors that's what you're doing here um lsu at mississippi state on espn at noon i have no idea what's going to happen here nothing no i have no idea it's a revenge game it could be literally anything you could tell me any results of this game and i, I believe you immediately like uh, lsu kills mississippi state yeah sure i mean that makes sense lsu is more talented mississippi state kills lsu yeah that makes sense ed orgeron's coaching lsu yeah, like i don't I don't know what to think of this. Losing to Mississippi State two years in a row is a down bad situation to be in. You got that. That is a uh, Lane Kiffin is on the phone kind of situation. I think. Yeah. Um, Damn, did, they gave up twenty one points to Central Michigan last week. I learned something about LSU this week that fucked up my head so severely that for like the entire rest of the day, I didn't know anything about football. I couldn't understand it at all. Go ahead and tell me. LSU has like the best pass rush in America. It has like 17 sacks through three games. Hmm. And it also has two presumably really good cornerbacks, right? That's what we're led to believe. What is going on here? How I mean, is they, that they possible? Did only, they did only allow like 156 passing yards last week. It wasn't, or they, I think they allowed 224 actually. <laughs> I I just I don't understand how this is possible. <laughs> if you have like everything that we are that we are supposed to know about football is that if you can rush the passer passer and you have really good cornerbacks, you then you're you should have a good defense. It's it's not really that hard, right? Right. Especially in college football. But, but they're, they're giving up what 25 points on average to FBS teams so far. Yeah, they're they're allowing 22 22 on average points per game. Um, like I'll, I'll tell you this, dude. Are you looking at their schedule right now? Yeah, they might lose six straight games. Listen to the stretch they've got at Mississippi. If they lose this one, they're losing six straight. Yeah, at Mississippi State Good versus God. Auburn, at Kentucky versus Florida, at Ole Miss, at Bama versus Arkansas. <laughs> they're not winning one of those. Then they they do get ULM and then Texas A and M to close the season, so they do have at least one more win on the schedule. But good lord, this team could legitimately go three and nine. It could also go five and seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, getting shit yeah, I guess it could beat Kentucky, Mississippi State. It could beat Auburn. Come on, they could beat Auburn. They could sure. beat they Auburn. Could so beat, that's six and six. And like Florida's liable was any could beat game. Florida seven and five. Could beat Arkansas. Eight and They're not being Arkansas. They could beat Arkansas. They're not being Arkansas. I think we have maybe bought a little too hard into Arkansas based on watching Arkansas. <laughs> Look, Arkansas has guys. I guess. And they're well coached. They have they're they are also, I, at, at what loss number is Derek Stingley saying see you later? Um two. <laughs> That's what I mean. So my my fear with Arkansas, and I like Arkansas. I really like Sam Pittman. I think he's a funny guy, right? My fear with Arkansas is the same that I had with Funny Enough Texas, who we saw them dismantle. This mm-hmm. all feels very rickety to me. And I don't think that there's something inherently wrong with that. There's no talent. Of course, it's fucking rickety. Right. You're in the well, SEC. I don't know. I think they have two studs on offense with Burks sure. and Knox. Are either of them on uh, the offensive line? No. That's going to be an but issue. It's, he's an offensive line head coach. I think sure. that's, that helps. I, but I, I think that it is. I think that he has pieced together something that is workable, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think that when they play somebody like Texas A&M this weekend, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, it's going to kind of be an Iowa Indiana situation. Where it's like, oh, okay, I see. This upstart doesn't have any offensive linemen. That's troubling. Right. Right? Like, I I see. Oh, Iowa has a bunch of really good guys in the trenches, and Arkansas, or Indiana in that case, uh, doesn't. And that's kind of an issue for these kind of teams. I don't think LSU has any offensive linemen. No. I I don't think they're scoring the ball. You can say what you want about the offense. It might be a a rock fight. I don't think LSU is scoring in this game, like, much at all. Yeah, we'll get to that when it when it comes around and when LSU is presumably like two and you know five or whatever it is yeah, when the game yeah. rolls out. But I, I do think that By the way, we're gonna watch Sam Pittman piece together some talent at LSU the next few seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, man, who they do actually go after because it seems like everybody wants Lane. Like Miami wants Lane, LSU wants Lane. 
I don't know. I mean, they've got a lot of money, and they're, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. Um, but I don't know if any of the guys who are, I guess Billy Napier is the big one, but I don't know if they want him. Imagine this. Sure. LSU head coach Luke Fickle. No. <laughs> Picture it in your mind's eye. No. Hey, it's a Catholic town. Is it? I guess yes. I guess it is, yeah. Uh, could you imagine Luke Fickle in Louisiana? Yeah, Louisiana I'm, Luke. I'm thinking about it right now. Louisiana Louisiana Luke is eating one piece of food from anywhere nearby and dying immediately. His mouth is curling up. He's looking oh like God. he just ate a whole lemon. That's so funny. Um, Louisiana Luke I do love as a character because he, he, will have so, he will have seasoning for the first time in his entire life. He's like, are you telling me you didn't boil this chicken? Oh, boy, we're putting that Michigan Wolverine in a gumbo. I'll tell you that, boy. Oh, boy, good Lord now. Uh, uh, we going to feed them to the Gators down there at SMU. <laughs> That's Louisiana Luke Fickle. Yeah, Luke Fickle getting the job, calling up Jim Trestle, and Jim Trestle's like, who the fuck is this? Oh, boy, them linebackers going to hit them so hard they make your daddy cry. <laughs> He's just making it up. That's what he's going to look for. He's doing like Elizabeth Holmes voice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's Louisiana Luke Fickle. Yeah. And that's that's the SMU TCU preview. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're on to Mizzou at Boston College. Um, Yeah. Another game. I I like these are both just two well-coached mid-tier P5 teams. Um, I, I, I think I think Boston College is well coached. I think Missouri has a fun offense. I don't know if I'm going to say it's well coached. Well, well, here's the great equalizer here is Boston College lost Phil Jakovic for the season. Yeah, they are uh, no which, longer jerking off, which yeah, is unfortunate. Which is sad for us. Yeah. Um, but, the, I mean, who's Boston the backup? College, huh? Who's the backup? That's a really good question that I certainly have prepared the answer to. <laughs> um, let me, let's see here. Um, Really, really good audio here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm reading the article um, right now, Dennis Grossell. Oh no! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, maybe not. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's Has he been there. For a that's while? trouble. It says veteran quarterback. That's uh, that's how they're identifying him. Um, Let's look at his career here. Career? Um, oh man! Yeah. Oh, buddy. I yeah. heard I heard his name, so I was instantly a little bit troubled by that because this mm. man's name is Dennis, and that's not a good name for a quarterback to have. No, this guy. Uh... This guy's got the rickets. <laughs> <laughs> it appears he can run a little bit, which is interesting. Yeah, he was three and four in 2019 when Anthony Brown went down. Hmm. Hmm. Tough to, tough to, maybe not actually. Yeah. Oh, he's also an Ohio guy, which is pretty funny. He's from Willoughby, Ohio. Love that. Uh, shout out to friends of the show, Mike Delisio and Kelsey Gramino. Is that Willoughby, Ohio residents? Sure. Uh, what's this specific? Not a, not a football town. No. What's the specific address? <laughs> <laughs> Give me one moment. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Missouri probably wins here because of that. I had forgotten that Phil Dracovic was out, um, but I do think Boston College's defense is more well prepared to handle that offense than most are, because uh, Drinkwitz does do a good job with that offense yeah what is i'm curious to see what's the line i think it was minus one in favor of boston college that's a tasty little i could be it was pretty now uh it's now missouri's now one and a half point favorites okay so i I, I just remember wrong (laughs) no no i think i think it's probably changed the injury's been announced i Uh, mean i think that's worth at least three points okay yeah sure um yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but at the same time, Boston College seems like they can probably just run the ball at will on, on Missouri, even against yeah. this defense. Kentucky certainly did. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it didn't seem terribly difficult. So I, I do think I think this is going to be sort of Boston College trying to limit the game as much as it could. Like how many, how few possessions can we get in? And here? it's kind of I think tough for Missouri too that almost their entire offense resolves around Tyler Beatty. Yeah, uh, that's like not going to make their lives any easier. Like he he's leading them both rushing and receiving. I believe this so far this season. <laughs> that kid raw. Oh, he's really good. Yeah, uh, we love a five eight running back. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, especially if you're if you're asking Boston College to game plan to take away one kid from your offense to shut it down. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be pretty easy for them. Next, but I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah. Next up, Texas Tech at Texas. I I think Texas Tech might get washed here. I think Texas Tech might get put into the uh, into the dumpster. Texas certainly needs to uh, get a little juice back. I yeah. think home home game crowd should be there in you know in droves for the first. Yeah, that Big 12 famous game. Uh, row, rowdy Austin crowd certainly doesn't. Um, you know, I, I do think there will fuckers. be. I do think there will be a bunch of people there at least, which is yeah. new. Um, man, what a what a funny Texas season to go immediately from like oh man, big ranked win to start the year. The Sark era is here to getting their ass absolutely dismantled by Arkansas. Yeah, to fifty nine nothing went over rice yeah uh, who's starting in this game is it Casey Thompson 
I think Hudson Card's still out, right? I would assume so. So I, I, I would I would think that it's Casey Thompson. Yeah. Um, I'll, tr- I'll check for some news on Hudson it, Card. It, certainly, bit, it yeah. certainly seems like Casey Thompson. Yes, he's he's going to start against Tech. I thought he was good against Rice. I, I think he's good in general. I don't really know why they didn't go with him initially. Um, Tough to say. I think he's better than Hudson Card is, which is... Hudson Card know. is from Austin. It's Casey Thompson, an Austin kid. I don't know if that should matter at all, but... It- no, I mean, it certainly shouldn't matter. Um, let's see. He's from Newcastle, Oklahoma. So. Casey Thompson is? Yeah. Oh, you can't, can't start a goddamn Oakie quarterback for our <laughs> Longhorns. I'll tell you that. Yeah, the last couple Texas quarterbacks, it's worked out so well. I mean, when, I you, know. when you have Sam Ellinger for six years, I mean, well, what more could you ask? quarterbacks for? from the same three schools all in Austin, too. I think it's a yeah. good plan. I like and it. And not Quinn Ewers. I think nope. it's a cool I think yeah. it's a cool strategy, especially right because Ohio be State's not using the guy. You right. might as well just... <laughs> well, t- TBD. We'll see about that. Mm. Uh, anyway, Texas Tech will probably get killed here, but... I don't know. On the off chance they don't, yeah, this it's is going to fi- be fun. There's yeah. the 5% chance, yeah. And then last one here. This one is actually good. I like this one a lot. San Jose State at Western Michigan. Uh, it's exactly what we were just talking about with yeah. uh, Marshall App State. Not quite as big of helmets, obviously, Yeah. but just the idea of like two teams that are solidly like top three or four in their conference in yeah. a G5 conference. Absolutely. Is, uh, a non-con matchup. Um, there's some juice here. Western Michigan just beat Pitt on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Western <laughs> Michigan also has a really good quarterback in Caleb Ellaby, who yeah, I've, I've mentioned Yeah, before. San Jose State, of course, has Nick Starkle, who we also like a lot. Um, mm, less so. I like a lot. Less so this year, maybe, than last year. Well, he had the magic last year. He'll get it back. Um, famously, guys always get the magic back. That's right. But it's a 2 p.m. kick, so it's a possibility that this game is ending right around halftime of the afternoon games. Yep. So keep your eye on that. It's and, on uh, ESPN Plus, too, so you can get it up on a, on a computer or something. Uh, yep. Don't have to have it on the main screen. But I, I think this is going to be really good consistently. I think you've got two sort of defenses that are trying to figure things out. San Jose State's better than, than Western Michigan's. Um, mm-hmm. And then two quarterbacks that, you know, one more so than the other can ball, though. And I, I think that Western Michigan's offense is going to be in for an interesting test here. I think this is going to tell us a lot about the races in both the MAC and Mountain West as well. I agree. If uh, Western Michigan wins this game, it's probably going to win the MAC. I think. Isn't the Mountain West fucking goofy this year? The Mountain West has like eight really good teams. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is a wild year, and none of them are UNLV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that if San Jose State wins, then we have to consider it as one of those as well, along mm-hmm. with like Fresno and San Diego State, and Wyoming. probably yeah, yeah, Wyoming, Nevada, Boise State. Not among them, which is very weird, and like. Uh, it's there's a lot there's a lot going on out there. And still undefeated, San Diego State, by the way. Yeah, San Diego State, which is going to score eight points a game and still win yep. nine games a year. That's just um, that classic Southern California football, you know. <laughs> those uh, it's so weird. Those guys are raised in it's, tough conditions down there. It's so on the beach. weird that that's what the culture is there, and it's been like that for years. Some of that fucking Navy base. How I don't did know. they do that? It's really strange. Very very weird that Rocky. I, Long I guess has, they are probably just recruiting the kids who go to like the public Southern California schools and. Not yeah. like modern day in Bosco and that sure. shit, and they're just getting the guys who like grow up in fucking, yeah. you know, every other city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and like San Jose State's not terribly far from that either. Like last year's San Jose State team, its biggest appeal was its defense. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. it's very weird that the Mountain West has this subculture of just like kick ass defenses with offenses that cannot keep up. Because all the soft ass little pretty boys going to the Pac twelve. That's the it, problem. It does seem like that is the problem as yeah. we're looking at it. Fresno State, I think, is going to run away with the Mountain West, but the race for number two could be kind of interesting. We're hearing it more and more. Um, Saturday afternoon, Staple Beer. Kalen DeBoer, USC head coach candidate. Mm, Something to look at. Kalen DeBoer, I'm going to say this one, and I'm not going to explain it anymore, but I am going to say it. Uh, Nebraska head coach candidate. Mm. Uh, I believe you are talking about... Uh, you're just trying to hear wrong here. You're talking about the two and two Nebraska Cornhuskers, the mm-hmm. two and two Nebraska Cornhuskers, the two and two Nebraska Cornhuskers. That's right. Yes. Um, Staple Beer, Texas A&M versus Arkansas in Jerry World, three thirty CBS. Man, I wish this was on a campus. Man, yeah. I, I really, really wish this was. It's on pretty campus. funny that Jerry has just determined that, like, you know, he he not has only Arkansas in his palm, but also every team in the state of Texas, and Dude, they have all agreed fuck. to once a year play in Jerry World. I'm I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> it sucks, man. Yeah, sucks. I mean, they're trying to make this something like the Cotton Bowl, like the World's Largest Outdoor Cocktail Party yeah. for these two teams, and it's not doing the, it. Man. That's the issue: is that this stadium fucking sucks. It's hideous. It's yeah. a stupid, ugly it's just stadium. A monstrosity of if, like technical yeah. construction. Like, if you it's put soulless, no, if you put this outside in like an actual stadium then yeah it might be kind of yeah. cool right like but the cotton bowl is fucking cool fucking shirtless hairy like you know their blood has come from 700 years of peasants rural arkansans Ar- Ar- yeah uh, wearing a fucking overalls Don't, drinking right from the jug of moonshine doesn't arkansas play in the i want rock someone to bring a sometimes? gun to this game <laughs> yeah does, doesn't doesn't arkansas play in little rock like once a year i think so just put this game there 
No chance. No, of course not, because <laughs> they would have to wrench it away from fucking Jerry. But yeah, um, I, like that would be just just play it outside. The stadium's fucking horrible. I can watch the NFL on Sunday if I if I wanted to. I don't. Right. I don't want to. Right. I'm good. Like anytime the Cowboys are on, I'm changing the fucking channel because it's hideous watching games there. I'm with you, but Awful. I mean, I don't know. This is also his game. I think Arkansas uh, without uh, Haynes King in the game when he's not playing this week, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, then I think Arkansas wins this game. I, you know, I like AM. Their defense is incredible, mm-hmm. but Zach Calzada is just not good enough. I don't know, man. He wasn't bad last week. It was New Mexico, but yeah, he, he New wasn't. Mexico. He I wasn't mean, bad. I don't know. I mean, like it's just the Colorado they game is certainly points on New Mexico. Yeah, the Colorado game is certainly that's a little concerning. a little trouble. I will say New Mexico's defense is improving, but that is not that's neither here nor there. Mm. Um, you should, still should score more than thirty four points against it. Although yeah. I don't know if Texas A and M really wants to score more than thirty four points. I mean, they, they, I'm just going to check the possessions. In this I'm gonna, I have a guess at how it went, um, but I, I I'm curious here because I just talked about the Arkansas lines. I think not really being able to handle. And Arkansas, I will give it credit, it does have a good defensive line. But I don't know if the offensive line is as sta- stable as it maybe looks, right, mm-hmm. against lesser opponents. Like, Texas on the defensive lines was not really going to challenge that group. And I think that, that Texas A&M can. Um, and I just don't know if K.J. Jefferson is, is good enough to win it on his own if he doesn't have blocking in front of him, right? Because this mm-hmm. is sort of a team that needs the rushing attack to be working. And it needs K.J. Jefferson to be comfortable and to have time. And I think that this is the kind of game where... Texas A&M shows you the the difference between between the levels essentially. Uh, A&M was scored in half their possessions against Mexico. Huh? Did they have four? <laughs> they had twelve possessions, six out of twelve. Yeah. There was one other possession that ended in a missed field goal. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm wooing with those pigs. Brother. How many points has Texas A&M allowed this season? Uh, they have allowed seventeen points across three games. Hmm. Um. But I mean, Colorado and Mexico are barely football teams on offense. Yeah, I get. I I just I and I like. I I don't want to say I like Kendall Bryles because I hate Kendall Bryles, but I like what he does on offense. Yeah. Um, Sam Pittman is obviously a very good coach. I think that Arkansas will be ready here. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if you can piece together an upset like this in in with the kind of talent disadvantage that Arkansas is facing here. Yeah, I mean, I will say just from what I'm reading, I'm just browsing through super quick here. Uh, Maybe the New Mexico stats too. Uh, I don't know, man. Teams are averaging almost 200 yards a game on the ground against AM so far. Yeah. That is a little high. That's not where you want it to be if you're AM. That is interesting. Did who did that? Who who's responsible uh, Kent for that? State had 230 yards okay. on them, uh, well. and uh, Colorado had about 170. Hmm. I don't know. What is the line on this? Do you know? Oh, should I just close that out? Um, um, let's find it out. I might be able to get it as well. Uh, I. I don't know what to think about this. I I really don't know. Damn, ESPN's website sucks so bad. Yeah, it's not good. I use the uh, uh, Arkansas is a five and a half point dog. Okay, yeah, I I think that's about right. I I see this as like a like a twenty four seventeen twenty four twenty kind of game. Yeah, I think I might put a little cash on that. We'll see. Okay, I'm sure looking into it. Yeah, um, the one your buddy says, "Hey, try this. It's actually pretty good, but probably sucks," and he's lying. Um, Rutgers at Michigan. I think Michigan's going to kill Rutgers here. I'm going to be honest with you. Hmm. I well, well, Rutgers well. is without two defensive starters because they were shooting people with paintball guns. Pretty um, funny. Pretty funny. Good bit. They were they were hit, they were hitting devious licks. Um, I think Michigan <laughs> is I think Michigan is good and Rutgers offense is uh, paper mache. I think it's really bad. Yeah, um, that's fine. I don't know. I just I just want to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun to watch. I'm I'm interested to see if Michigan is actually as good as I think it is. But if Rutgers goes four and the road win at Michigan, dude. I'm fucking I'm partying in the streets, dude. You can you got you should get it in now because don't look at who Rutgers is playing next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know the Rutgers. Uh, the Rutgers defense has been damn good, and mm-hmm. I, I do think I still would like to see. I, I don't know the Michigan offense is obviously moving the ball at will against bad opponents, but yeah. like. They're, I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious to see what happens against a competent defense. They, just, they are missing two starters. Yeah. Michigan probably wins by two to three touchdowns, I think, uh, if not more. Yeah. Uh, but keep an eye on those frisky little Scarlet Knights there, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm, I mean, this was, what, a triple overtime game last year? Right. I remember really enjoying this game because I was, I was packing up my, my oh, stuff. Oh, I was for, watching this eagerly. Yeah, yeah, I was packing up my stuff for a move, and I had it on in the background. And every time I would I would look up from moving, there was another overtime. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> going on out here? Um, that game was a blast. Was that the one where we got the Cade McNamara speech, too? 
Oh man, I think it might have been. I think it was legendary. <laughs> Pretty funny, yeah. I'm, oh man, I, the whole of Ohio State internet was watching that game with fucking bated breath, ready yeah. to see what would happen. Um, our, our the first weird beer you should try in the five percent chance is actually good. Yeah, is a game that I think you know before one of these teams had an unexpected loss that certainly blindsided us. Um, would have been easily our staple beer of, the, of this week. It's Clemson and NC State. Yeah, uh, our boys at NC State just aren't what they aren't what we thought they were. Yeah, uh, they're not good enough, but. And Clemson's also a lot worse than we thought. Yeah, they Clemson were. can't score, and I think that might be a, a problem because mm. NC State can score. I think, right? I think they well, can probably actually, score ten on, on yeah, Mississippi State, mm, mm. Um, but they did put up over forty-five. The two other games they played, which are against USF and Furman. Yeah, two two powerhouses. What's <laughs> what is the issue here with this NC State offense? I don't know, man. But their defense is fucking sick. Yeah, their defense is really good. Certainly. Um, Clemson won't have any issues with that. I mean, Clemson almost... I mean, I don't know. Clemson almost lost to Georgia Tech. Yeah. I, I think... I don't Devin think... Devin Leary's playing well for, for NC State, by the way. It seems like that they're just not running the ball especially well, like when they need to, right? They're averaging 5.7 yards of carry. Bam Knight's averaging 8.5 yards of carry so far. How do they lose to Mississippi State? What's I don't going, understand. What's going on? Let me look at this box score again to make Some sure that I'm not... Some of these stats are going to be just... Fuck, are That's be, right. They, they couldn't run at all against Mississippi State, um, which is which is troublesome. Did they have a bunch of turnovers or and something? And their uh, best linebackers out for the year. Yeah. They lost a fumble... Um, Devin Leary had an interception. I guess that can that can contribute as well. But like they did, you look at the stats. They outgained Mississippi State in in most facets of the game. Like they passed better than them. They had more first downs. Um, they what? were six of twenty on third downs, which Ooh. is bad, and one of three on fourth downs, which is also bad. Well, look, I'm willing to keep the faith here, Patrick. I think a lot of people have lost faith in our Wolfpack. Yeah, our team this year. Yeah, I'm ready to ride. With with these guys, with Dave Dorn and the, and the fellas, I'm I'm less riding with Dave Dorn and the fellas and more against Clemson. I think I think this team fucking sucks. I think yeah. this team is bad. I think it has a really good defense, but these receivers are bad, and their quarterback doesn't know how to throw to them. I can't even compare this Clemson team to anybody. Like you can say the 2015 Ohio State team, but like they looked better than this Clemson team does yeah. so far. Like this I'm, team, I'm just trying sucks. to think because it is weird to see a team fall so far so quickly after losing yeah. a star quarterback. I guess Louisville after Lamar left is kind of man. Kind of makes sense, but right. like Clemson but is more. Ta- is just yeah, filthy. Clemson is more talented than that group was. Yeah, um, this game also is not getting above. I wonder what the over under is here. <laughs> I am, yeah, I am fascinated to find that out because I, like if it's like anything higher than forty, I'm smashing the under. Yeah, I, uh, I think. I, I think I've got the comparison that I'm comfortable with uh, for this team. This feels like over two, under, by the way, forty-seven and a half. Jesus, hit that under. Yeah, hit that under. Um, this this team and this offense ended up being pretty good still, but kind of feels to me like 2006 Texas after Vince Young was gone oh, and Col- Colt McCoy took over. And in week two, they got crushed by Ohio State at home. Um, the offense was, as I mentioned, not ever really bad for that team. But I, I do think that it's sort of that situation where you lose such a transcendent quarterback and even a good one in, you know, you know, Colt McCoy took over at Texas. He was a good college quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think DJ Uyunglele is a good co- college quarterback and probably a good quarterback in general. But trying to move on from somebody like Trevor Lawrence is hard. It's hard to do, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Like, even like the Kelly Bryant team after they lost Deshaun Watson was kind of similar, where you're like, okay, this is not quite what it was, you know? I mean, Ohio State's kind of dealing with that right now. Sure, it's, sure. It is not an Which uncommon are, experience. I'm certainly going to be, you know, spending some time. If, if we see how the rest of these next few weeks go, maybe be gearing up for a little, uh, little conversation on the podcast about mm-hmm. a certain quarterback. Sorry for the Buckeyes. <laughs> Iowa State. Some things to say. Iowa State at Baylor, three thirty on Fox. Iowa State is a seven point favorite here, which makes no sense to me because, folks, I think Baylor is bad. I think Baylor's full on still bad. Baylor was like two and ten last year. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't know. Iowa State just can't break away from anybody, though, right? Yeah. They, I mean, what have they done to prove they're even decent? I don't know. I mean, they're 14th. <laughs> I, I know they're ranked that high, yeah. but I mean, they. I guess they beat the shit out of UNLV, but who doesn't? Fresno State yeah. did the same thing. I think we are assuming Iowa State is did not fall off from last year because, it, I mean, it didn't lose anybody. Right. And so it'd be sort of hard for them to fall off after not losing anybody. It's true. Um, it's true. And Baylor sucked big time last year and hasn't played anybody yet. So I, I don't really... I mean, I guess it beat Kansas. It's better to have beaten Kansas than to have not beaten Kansas. You definitely don't want to lose to Kansas. It's not a no. thing you want to be doing. Generally, yeah, not great. <laughs> um, but I, I think Iowa State's going to roll here. I guess if Baylor yeah. looks good in this game, then maybe the Big 12 is more interesting than we thought. 
Baylor's just been playing good defense so far this season, right? That's sure. my understanding of it. Yeah. They've, they've only, I mean, well, I guess they have 20 points to Texas State. Texas State offense is pretty good. I'm going to give it credit. Texas State's offense is pretty good. They give up a seven to Kansas, seven Texas Southern. Um, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, they do have, uh, they have a couple of tough games where I say, but Baylor could be winning like seven, eight games this year. I don't think it's crazy at all looking at their schedule. I don't know if I'm ready to say that quite yet. Neither it, am I, it, it should be, I'm not It ready should to be Texas it, Tech and yeah. <laughs> maybe... I mean, outside of that, I don't know. <laughs> this game probably sucks, but it's Matt Campbell on the road, and he's not that very good. He's not a very good coach, which sure. I, mean, I think is something you got to look at. So okay. keep an eye on it. One of the games of the week here, at least for me, UTSA at Memphis, three thirty on ESPNU. Oh, yeah. um, I don't think Memphis is very good. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I think. Uh, I think it has some good skill position players, which is what it always does. But Sean Hannigan kind of shaky at quarterback, uh, yeah. and they shouldn't have beaten Mississippi State. Like objectively, <laughs> they, they hmm. were, it was not they weren't supposed uh, there's to. There's no have, way to know for sure. Yeah, it's not like there's any sort of report afterward about how they no. weren't supposed to have done that. Um, I and I don't think Mississippi State's especially good. This defense is is shitty. This is not a good defense. Um, and I'll say this though: Kelvin Austin is going to get some awesome. yards in this he's, game. He's <laughs> really good. Yeah, but I think that UTSA has better pretty much everything else. Right? Like the defense is much better. Frank Harris is a whole lot better than than uh, than Hennigan is. I think that Sincere McCormick is really good. <laughs> I don't know. He's if a good he's, player. Yeah, I don't know if he's quite Kelvin Austin, but I, I think that you know, even when you add like Zachary Franklin in there, I think UTSA is just better than Memphis is. I think this is a really, really talented, really good UTSA team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Clemson, uh, or Clemson, Jesus Christ. Uh, Memphis and UTSA can both put up some real yards. Memphis right now is averaging 8.8 yards per play uh, so far this season, which is just, I mean, pretty impressive. And, and, yeah. and like, I think UTSA probably controls the clock and the game flow, which is a little more important, obviously with Memphis defense being poor and UTSA having the better running game since Seymour Cormick. Yeah. But I don't know. UTSA hasn't like, don't be wrong. They've been damn good. Obviously beating Illinois any way you can do it is impressive. Yeah. But their run game has, was kind of much slowed up against Illinois. Like it wasn't very impressive. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm just very curious to see this game overall. Like, I'm really looking forward to seeing this, and, and I think it's going to tell us a little bit about what Memphis has in them and, and what UTSA has in them. Certainly. Yeah, I think if um, UTSA, this is another one of those where I think it tells us a lot about two conference races. If UTSA wins this game, it's going to win the CUSA. Like full on, it will yeah, win the CUSA. Yeah. If Memphis wins this game, I think that the AAC suddenly has two or three interesting. Yeah, it's a really today. fun race for second place. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Uh, um, the only the, the my hang up here is that. Yes, the UTSA rushing attack has been kind of slow starting, which is weird because since Jim McCormick is really good, right. it seems like defenses have sort of keyed in on that a little bit. Um, and I mean, why wouldn't you? It's a good idea to key in on that. Mm-hmm. But Memphis through three weeks, 17 points to Nichols, which is fine. 50 to Arkansas State, 29 to Mississippi State. Yes. I don't think this defense is especially <laughs> capable. I mean, it's, it is... Um, <laughs> on this on this uh, stats site that I'm looking at, it's listed as 134th in passing yards allowed in the FBS rank, and I don't even know how that's possible because there's only 130 teams. Probably just FCS teams that have played against FBS teams. That's really yeah, funny. Yeah, I so. guess 1,200 passing yards allowed. Shout through, out to Montana through three games, um, allowing 32 points per game. Um, almost yeah, 500. Yeah, almost 500 <laughs> yards allowed per game. Like 284 rushing yards. Uh, I don't I don't know about all this. I'm it's, just looking forward to seeing this game. I'll tell you, this is going to be one of the better games of the day, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this is going to... I don't mean to sour people on this. I think it's going to be really fun. I, yeah. I just think UTSA wins. We shall see. Our, our final game of the, the Weird Beer You Try and the 5% Chance is actually good of yep. the afternoon slot is Kent State at Maryland, 3.30 on Big Ten Network. Um, I think this game probably sucks, and I think it's probably going to be bad, but there's a chance that... Talia and uh, Dustin Crom both just go off here and yeah. put up some yards. The Maryland defense looked a lot better last week against Illinois, but also their offense looked like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite is, despite Talia passing for like a three hundred and fifty yeah, yards, it's called the CJ Stroud special. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, this is a quarterback duel for sure. It's going to be fun to watch that. I guess you know yeah. if it gets pointsy, turn this game on because you're going to see some crazy throws. If it's like the third quarter and no one's above like the twenties, yeah, like, no, don't watch it's this. It's like twenty-one to ten in the third quarter. Then don't, don't watch. Yeah, don't kick it on. Yeah. But if it's like 31-24 at halftime, yeah, toss this. Oh thing yeah. On. yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, moving on to our evening slate. You have anything else you want to say about the game? Or you're gonna be like, um, no, no. I, I think that I think Maryland. 
absolutely could lose this game. I don't think yeah. that is out of the realm of possibility. And they could also win by 40 points. I, yeah, either yeah, one's a play. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Kent State's got to start playing some teams that can maybe compete with here at some yeah, point. I mean, tough I would, for them, I would yeah. really like to know what Kent State is this year. <laughs> They're probably going to be, what, one and three going to back play and then just, you know, win yeah, out? <laughs> yeah, seems like it. Like, uh, I, I wrote earlier today about how, like, I have no fucking clue what's going on in the MAC race because they keep playing these bye games and there's no way to gauge anything from it unless, like, it's Western Michigan beating, you know, Pitt. Right, right. Like, we can take that as being good, but I don't know what it means when Tal- when when Toledo almost beats Notre Dame and then loses to Colorado State. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, all right, evening slate, and we, we spent a long time on the early and afternoon slates because the evening is really not going to be terribly Yeah, look, here's what I'm going to recommend. If you don't have a dog in the hunt in these late games, uh, any of the, the evening games, first of all, we're telling you, do not watch the late games this week. Don't yeah, watch don't, them. Don't do it. Go to bed. Yeah. The, or go out. Uh, the the evening games, uh, devil and angel on your shoulder there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, the evening games. Uh, if you don't have a dog in this fight, or you don't have like a conference race that you care about watching, yeah, go have fun. Yes. Go do something. Get dinner, folks. If you don't have a dog in this fight, go out to the local CHA. <laughs> Learn to dog fight. <laughs> um, uh, just, they'll give you a practice dog to work with. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just kidding. No, 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 no. Um, here's what you do. You set up an online forum for dog fighting. Okay. And you uh, get enough cash to subscribe to it. And mm-hmm. maybe you take $700 out of the bank account uh, yeah, right to sure. that dog fighting forum. Uh-huh. Not telling any of your business partners that you probably have. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so yeah, here's, what you're, folks, here's what you're going to do. You're going to drink a lot all day and then you're going to get tasered on top of a car. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah. Maybe trying to, you know, slam a cop's uh, arm into a door or something like yeah. that. Allegedly. Maybe you're going to be hanging out with a future, you know, state congressman or something. He, like. might, he might bail on you because he recognizes <laughs> you're a drunk, lecherous asshole. Yeah. Well, who's Tough to, to say? say? Who's to say? Anyway, your staple beer for the evening slate <laughs> is having too many, the bogey in. Uh, your staple beer is West Virginia at Oklahoma. <coughs> At 7.30 on ABC. Um, I think we're a week ahead of time here on thinking that Oklahoma might lose to a Big 12 team. I think Oklahoma is going to lose to Kansas State. That's next week, right? I think Kansas State might beat their ass, yeah. Yeah, I think Oklahoma wins this one close, and then I think Kansas State um, puts them in the dumpster Boy, next week. I really, I try not to like actively hate um, individual college football players, but sure. man, Spencer Rather, I hate this guy's that fucking kid, guts. That kid bothers me. He pisses me off. <laughs> Because he stinks, but he stinks in a really annoying way. Have you watched his uh, QB1 season? No, but I'm aware of it. Oh, man, you got to watch. I know people, everyone else is aware of it, too. You got He's such an asshole. Yeah. Just day to day. Um, I have really bad news about star quarterbacks. Yeah, no, no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> um, West Virginia is a decent football team this year. Yeah. Um, I like Letty Brown. Uh, the fact they lost to Maryland is not a good sign, mm-hmm. especially after Maryland barely beat Illinois. And it's not like Oklahoma is just super-powered Maryland, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think West Virginia probably loses by two touchdowns, something like that, but I yeah. think there's going to be a point where this game's in doubt. And sure. Like, I mean, Oklahoma almost lost in Nebraska. And here's the thing. If West Virginia keeps the turnovers clean, if they just hold on to the football, uh, yeah, Oklahoma run. will turn it over. Yeah, run the ball. Just, yeah. Just, just and Lenny Brown's the their best player, so yeah. just run the ball. If they had their... If, they had, if Jamil Adai was still on staff... Then they win this game. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I Oklahoma's going to lose next week, so enjoy this one while you still can, Sooners fans. Freaks. Um, next up, <laughs> this is on the uh, the. Hey, this is actually pretty good, but probably sucks. Say level. The full name. No, Nebraska at Michigan State, <laughs> 7 p.m. on FS1. Um, Ryan, I've I've made a mistake in thinking about this game. I have a I have a bad take. Oh no! I think Nebraska's going to win. <laughs> Well, um, I think people are certainly overreacting a little bit to Michigan State. And a like, little bit, yeah, maybe. Man, I mean, <laughs> they beat three FCS teams, like Northwestern, Youngstown State, and Miami. Just nothing yeah. good there. And, like, Kenneth Walker's really good, but, guys, Peyton Thorne? Are we going to buy into Peyton Thorne, really? Uh, We're going to buy into Peyton Thorne? People are certainly saying that. I, Kenneth Walker's a stud, and we yeah. said that before the season. We told you guys that, but it's just the rest of this team, I don't know, man, like... Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor are still good. Yeah. Um, Offensive line, I don't know. I mean, he broke 20 tackles in a game. That doesn't that doesn't play terribly well for your offensive line, right? I think this is probably a one-touchdown game. I'll say that. i got to check what the line is because I'm yeah. curious about that. But I, I think Michigan State's probably favored big, which is probably bad because I don't think they're breaking away from this team. Yeah. I, Nebraska's defense is good, right? Like, yeah. I don't I don't think we can say that and feel bad about it. Like um, this, Michigan this, State's only a five-point favorite. Okay. that that Like, I think Nebraska... 
I think it has the better defense here, and Adrian Martinez has looked really good the last couple of weeks. I don't think it's impossible at all that Nebraska wins this game. I will say I bet the uh, the Michigan State crowd is pretty riled up, and sure. uh, we get another article about Nebraska fans being disrespected on the road in the Big Ten, which Dude. is so funny. It's very cool that Nebraska media is exactly as annoying as Nebraska football is. Mm-hmm. Just, just like, shut the fuck up, man, yeah. please. They're so, I mean, God, yeah, I can't think of another example of like anyone this bad. I, Michigan media sometimes is like this. Ohio State media. Ohio State media, but here's the thing. Ohio State media is annoying in a different way. Yeah. It's, They're it's, annoying of complaining about winning games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also when they lose games, it's, I actually have the, when Ohio State media is at its best when the team loses a game. Yeah, because they actually ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Ohio State media, when they're winning, insufferable. Yeah. You know, any complaint, oh, no, that's silly. No, the team's right. The coaches are right. You got to agree with the coaches. The coaches yeah. are right. Ryan's yeah. a pretty handsome boy. Yeah. Ryan Day, we like him. We kiss him on the face. He's a prince. He's, he's, we he's do cool. love to kiss Ryan Day on his little face. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Let's not let's not talk down about kissing Ryan Day on his little forehead when he's going to bed. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> speaking of uh, kissing someone on the little forehead, Nebraska, Michigan State, some PMFS one. I think we've got a Michigan State win here, in my opinion. Okay. But Nebraska does keep it close, and people all of a sudden are like, hey, is Michigan State actually good? Yeah. No, they're not. They're not. Right. Well, I'll see you in court. Uh, um. <laughs> weird beer you try, and the 5% hits is actually good. Yep. Kansas State and Oklahoma State. I think Kansas State's actually pretty good, and they're yeah. probably going to beat Oklahoma State's ass. I do too. But if they actually suck, we'll find out in this game. I also Oklahoma I'll, State does suck. Yeah, I'll also say I like watching night games at Oklahoma State. I think it's a cool place to watch a night game. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm probably going to have this one on. You, just you like that. when they spank you with the big paddles? Yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> um, but I, I I think that it's a uh, it's a stadium that that <laughs> come on that uh, that acquaints himself well with night games. So I'm, I'm excited to watch this. I do think Kansas State's pretty good from, from yeah I, I tend to agree we love a ranked Kansas State Chris Kleiman's cool man we do we also love a rank Kansas State which is one that you leave out in the sun for too long <laughs> pretty good stuff man thank um, you that, that's uh 7 p.m it's it's on ESPN plus slash the big 12 network <laughs> that was a thing okay it's on I think basically what it means is on tv in big 12 country but not anywhere yeah, else but it's on ESPN plus very funny that this is on ESPN plus yeah I what mean, a shitty stupid conference a ranked big 12 you know <laughs> ranked good big God. 12 to this ESPN is plus. this is like if Michigan State Nebraska was on BTN Plus, yeah, good God. Are there any games on BTN Plus? I don't think so. Yeah, neither do they I. Don't put I football, think maybe like they don't put Maryland, football Kansas games on there. State, Maryland, Kent State, or something might have been on there, but um, no, it's on BTN regular. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't put football games on there. That's where they put the fucking games that I had to cover last yeah, year. Yeah, women's lacrosse. Yeah, that's, that's where they've got the women's hockey. They don't teams even put playing. men's lacrosse on there. Yeah, no, like this, you got the fucking. Kansas State ranked team behind a paywall, folks. It's tough. It's tough. Come on. Um, uh, we can, got Kentucky at South Carolina at 7 p.m. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch this. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't figure out. I know we were kind of high in Kentucky before the season, just based on their schedule, and that's still all that still holds. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I just don't know if I actually think they're good. Like I think uh, they beat Missouri by a touchdown, and I don't think Missouri's that good. Mm-hmm. They're just playing a bunch of dog shit until they get Florida next week. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think that maybe you're new to following <laughs> Kentucky. Right. This is what they do. I like, know. this is this is just what they do. I think they're going to keep doing this all the way to eight and four or nine and three. Yeah, if they go eight and four and actually continue their schedule, it's kind of a bad season. Yeah. So, nine and three. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think Kentucky probably wins this game pretty comfortably. South Carolina is really bad. Yep. Probably right. North Carolina at Georgia Tech, 7.30, ACC Network. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. They're not good teams. No, I think North Carolina probably is going to blow them out. Yeah, I would like to just get North Carolina out of the conversation the rest of the season, though, because that kind of pissed me off. That would be nice. Yeah, uh, I would they're like still that. ranked, by the way. Yeah. Um, just heinous. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess they did beat Virginia pretty bad. Yeah, and is Virginia good though? I don't know. I mean, who's we, did, to, we just called them good earlier in the podcast. Who's, I, I don't know. I don't know if we should say <laughs> we here, folks. I, I mean, I said they're top five in the ACC. That does not mean that they're good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, pretty, pretty funny. We did put them above North Carolina in our rankings. The ACC. Who's to say? Yeah, um, not my job. Yeah, listen, I don't care. So Saturday late, as we said, do not watch these games. Just like I'm going to be sitting at home writing a cover about Ohio State Akron. Um, mm-hmm. which is, I, I mean, if you want to do that, then go ahead, send them in, and then I'll just submit that and say it's mine. I don't care. Um, they only put even, there's only like four games in the late slot this this week. It's usually like six to yeah, eight. Yeah, and they're all awful. It's like Washington, Colorado. Washington, it's Cal at Washington. Even Cal worse. at Washington. Ugh. South Florida at BYU is a go show. Yeah. Arizona at Oregon, Massacre. 
Oregon State at USC. Eh, mm-hmm. there. Uh, Colorado at Arizona State. Yeah, no good games. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I'll mention Indiana, Western Kentucky as well, because you can watch the Western Kentucky air raid. I think Indiana's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. Um, that's at 8 p.m. on CBSSN, which you is should very watch strange. On the Pac-12 networks, I, I've heard they're airing live the uh, NCAA interviews of Antonio Pierce and Herm Edwards. <laughs> I think we should just put those off the late games. That'd be cool. Um, all right. Ryan, uh, you can follow on Twitter at B1G underscore Ryan. I'm at Patrick underscore Mayhorn. The show is at Field Flipping. Oh, before we go, uh, super yeah, quick. Sure. I should have mentioned that uh, I believe after the step of releases, we've officially hit the start of Small Penis Fall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're not celebrating, it's Small Penis Fall this year. Yeah. Um, that's all we have to say. Okay. Simon is, he's, he's laying next to us and he's ready for it. And we're he's, all doing the small penis fall ice bucket challenge. Mm-hmm. Please send in your small penis fall ice bucket challenge videos. Yeah, we're, to the wearing, podcast. we're wearing big ass polos. We're hitting devious licks. We're, you know, we're doing all that shit. <laughs> we're, going <to> run <laughs> we're doing what? <laughs> we're doing the small penis fall ice bucket challenge and the Riker on the fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Tyleek Williams just showed up. <laughs> I'm negotiating a deal for Tyleek Williams. A devious uh, lick I'm, off of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stealing the Rikert cars. I'm driving around town. I'm shooting people with paintball guns. I've got, I've got a the the local the middle school sink is in the back seat. I've got you know, I've got a former Ohio State offensive tackle in the back seat. He's passed out. So did you see the uh, the one devious like video where uh, the guy walks into the public bathroom and grabs someone's pants from his yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's one of the funniest things I've seen in years. Start taking them. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, you know, tight, you tighten your pants up. That's all yeah. I can say. Um, tighten those pants yeah, tighten up. Tighten those pants up, folks. You don't need the space. Tighten them up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> if your pants aren't up right underneath like the end of like like I'm saying way above your belly button right get those pants up there bro because you're gonna lose them I, I'm sorry to, I hate to break this to you you're gonna lose those fucking pants I'm gonna take them off of you I swear to God, any reporter that I see at this Akron game uh, Saturday You're night, walking around going to Ryan Day's press conference, look like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. If I see, I know there are reporters who listen to this. If I see you with your pants anywhere below your nipples, I'm taking them. I'm gonna walk around with the, with the pants. We just, are snatching yeah. pants. <laughs> I'm doing the Omar whistle from the wire. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, let's go <laughs> by the way the, the best part about the entire saga and the funniest thing is that fucking Barton tweeted the Omar gif after yeah, this dude he's <laughs> you know, so cool from his yeah company. he's so cool <laughs> oh my god anyway that's all to do the podcast you know Patrick underscore Mayhorn mm-hmm. outside zone newsletter five dollars a month yeah. uh, B1G underscore Ryan uh, shout out to Greg. Uh, shout out to Greg. Shout out to Big Ass Polos and Gene. Gene's been wearing yep. Big Ass Polos uh, all year long. Don't forget the Small Penis Fall Ice Bucket Challenge. Send mm-hmm. that in. Yeah, hit some devious licks. If you do that, let us know. But <laughs> please don't tag us in it because we don't want to be held accountable. <laughs> go, to devious, go to the Ohio Stadium bathroom and hit a devious lick. <laughs> <laughs> If you bring it up to the press box, I'll sign it. I'm mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you I won't because I will. If you steal an Ohio Stadium urinal, I'll sign it. <laughs> right, if you I'm, steal anything from the stadium, we'll sign it. All right, we gotta go. I'm running up on Nam and Ryan Day's hat. All right, see you guys. <laughs> <laughs>